Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 96 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. What's up? This is Chris. I did not get that. You don't remember the famous quote from the movie The Adventures of Sharkboy and Lava Girl? Nope, try not where to. Where Mr. Electricidad says, what's up, as a pun on what's oh, up and what? Oh, he says, what's up? I see what that you're saying now. That movie, chocked full of puns. That movie, chock full of awfulness. I was thinking a lot about that. Wait, I, we're we're really starting into this. We're Maybe, really getting into it. It's not time yet. Let's save this. Let's save this energy until like intro after okay. the intro. Okay, that sounds fair. Just remember this where you are right now. What's up? Yeah, What's I'll just. Yeah. That's how I'll prompt you. Back. Perfect. Chris, how are you? I'm pretty good. I'm getting over a cold. Yeah, or something. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. You sound a little stuffy. Um, oh, we, do I? I was hoping it wouldn't really like, come. Just out. like a little, a little bit. Um, I'm much better today. Much better today. We did have to postpone our recording. I apologize. Yeah, we were we were hoping to release it on Monday like we normally do. We wanted to coincide with this week um, because of today's uh, themed episode. Right. But we're doing it uh, today, which is Tuesday, and hope to have it up right after uh, we're done recording here. So, uh, so yeah, everything good besides just getting over a cold. And... Yeah, yeah. Lucy's yeah. doing great. She's she's a great kid. Um, that's pretty much it. Living the life right there. Can't yep. beat that at all. Uh, we had like a heat wave here and it was super hot. Oh man, it was awful. I didn't want to go outside at all. It was super bad. But it's not bad now. It's like high, high 90s and. It was so humid too. Super humid. That's the problem with where we live. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of problems where we live, but sharks is one of them. We'll get well, to that point. Steve, you can move. That, that is true. But the humidity here is just awful. Yeah, okay. it gets pretty humid. Like when you, like I remember like 10 years ago, we went to Arizona and it's a dry heat there. And I yeah. remember coming back and just getting off the uh the airplane and you just like feel the stickiness in the air it's just so i thought the same thing when i've been to like california and uh, nevada like it gets really hot right like you can actually cool off in the shade yes or like they have misters at a lot of places to like mist you and then that cools you off like when it's humid that just makes it it. worse right there's yeah putting water on your face or spraying yourself or getting in the shade not going to do anything unfortunately yeah no it's not but hopefully uh the heat wave has subsided for now and We'll go in. Tonight's pretty cool, actually. I thought tonight was it, a nice night. Yeah. yeah. We've had some more comfortable yeah. days. So hopefully going into August, we'll have a little uh, less humidity and a little more coolness going on. Uh, so, Chris, before we get into today's episode, uh, we have some poll results to look at. Let's look at them. We have, previously in honor of Stranger Things coming out, and Marvel announced Phase 4 since the last time we recorded. That's right. We were recording, like, the weekend of San Diego Comic-Con. Yes, exactly. So we had um, 11... Versus Scarlet Witch in a telekinesis off. Mm-hmm. And the poll results are 93% to Scarlet Witch. 7% to 11. That's probably right. Yeah. To be honest. I think it was a pretty good, <laughs> pretty good call there. But, uh, it was nice to see that, um, like Scarlet Witch they announced before was getting her own show. Well, they didn't really announce it, but it was like rumored, pretty yeah. much confirmed. But it was nice to see that she's going to be, I think, in the Doctor Strange movie. I think they yep. said that she's going to be in that with uh, – they said they're going to try to get more into her um, – not really co- – not cosmic, but um, otherworldly backgrounds kind of uh, – That could be very interesting. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get to little know a little bit more about Scarlet Witch. So uh, that is the result of that episode. Uh, also, we're still in the midst of our Who Would Win Guess the Tomato Meter contest. And this past weekend, uh, a new film dropped by Mr. Quentin Tarantino – Oh, what's that? Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. How's that doing? Uh, currently, it is on Rotten Tomatoes at scored at 86%. Pretty good. So pretty good. Um, a lot of people guessed it to be in the 80s. Uh, some people, our good friend Mr. Sal from Alaska, guessed 45. A little off there, my friend. But everybody else guessed like 80s or, or, um, or low 90s. So we're continuing on. 
We still have um, the Fast and Furious uh, spinoff movie that's coming out. And uh, a couple movies also because a lot of them got removed from the, the summer slate. But we're just going to keep on trucking along here. Uh, other than that, um, we're, we're going to get right into it. All right. So here's the uh, – <laughs> to get us back, uh, what's up? It's a pun uh, with the word what. Yes. Because the bad guy, the villain uh, – I uh, a villain. A, He's – there's oh, kind yeah, of there's like, like two antagonists like two in this movie. Yeah. Um, is an electric orb? Yeah, like a TV kind of? Oh, yeah. Or like, it's like a arms. TV orb. He has, yeah. like, he has like appendages. He's kind of like, like Doc Ock-like appendages. Yes. With that like, are like an orb slash TV body where George Lopez's face appears. And, and the, the Doc Ock legs are kind of like um, outlet plugs. Oh, right. They're all plugged because of his electricity deal. Exactly, right. yes. So if you haven't already guessed... This week, we're going to be talking about Shark Boy and Lava Girl going up against another shark from the DC Comics, um, King Shark. Because it's Shark Week. Because it's Shark Week on Discovery. <laughs> so this episode was suggested. Wait, it's Shark Week in the whole world. Correct. Did I say in dis- on Discovery? What, what did I say? No, I was just – you're probably right that Discovery calls it Shark Week. Yeah. But, like, it's become a cultural uh, norm. Yes. yes it's it kind of like saying, is there a 4th of July in, in England? There is. Right. They just might not celebrate it the same. Exactly. So There's a shark is, week shark in Australia. Week. They might just not celebrate it the same way Discovery Channel does. I see what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> so uh, this episode was suggested by um, listener X Panda Star uh, back in April and suggested us doing Shark Boy uh, versus uh, King Shark. And um, thank you so much for that suggestion because it led to us watching. The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. So, yeah. So, Chris and I last week, we I'm sat being sarcastic. down. We sat down. I had to get it from the library. Mm-hmm. I felt very uncomfortable walking up to the... They probably put you on a list. They probably put me on a list. And I said, hi, pick up for, uh, you know. And um, the lady just gets it, turns around and gives it to me. And I kind of felt kind of felt bad. Not that sounds lie. like a really normal interaction, actually. I don't know. I think she kind of looked at me weird. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Just like seeing the, seeing the movie. That so, here, here's the thing. Yeah. It's a movie for kids, right? That's what I've that's what I've been thinking about. Like, it's hard to judge it too harshly. It, it, I feel like they set out to make a movie for kids that could trick parents into thinking they might like it too, and they succeeded. That's ex- but there's no way the parents like this movie. No, oh, there's no, no way. Same. No. So th- this is this very they, similar vibes I get to the Dora the Explorer movie. They made a movie for kids, and this movie was made by a kid. Yes, yeah, so, because the director's son Robert Rodriguez, his uh, son um, Racer Racer Rodriguez. He basically just came up with this idea. It's like, based on, on his, like, yeah. His own, like, dreams or or whatever you want to call it. Which, this movie, I didn't know that dreams were going to be so pivotal to the plot of this movie. It was, like, so... Imp- like, I didn't even think that that... Like, like the main character, Max, I didn't even know he was in this movie. I just thought it was literally Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, right. Yeah, before we knew anything about it. Right. Yeah. You'd think it would be about Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Which it is. But I didn't know that it was like this kid who dreams up. There's a Shark third Boy character, the protagonist. Right. He, I mean, he arguably is the main character. He is, yeah. yeah. And, and he comes up with this Shark Boy and Lava Girl facade, and he basically just goes about his adventure. Yeah. Or alternate theory on the movie, he actually has a superpower that can bring his dreams to life. Yeah. It Which seemed, I think is. I was kind of. Conf- I was kind of confused. Like, was it all real? Well. I think <laughs> that the dr- he went into his dream world yeah. and was in his dreams. Right. But then he clearly could also uh, kind of bring those things to life to the real Into world. the real world, exactly. Which happened multiple times. Because, like, wasn't there, like, a tornado happening in the real world? Yeah. So in and the then beginning, Shark Boy and Lava Girl, like, came and saved them? Yes. I can, I'll okay. give you a quick rundown if you want. I mean, I know we both watched this movie together, but I think you have a much better understanding of what happened than I did. I tried really hard to remember because honestly, it's very forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> the mo- not a kid. I mean, you had to go through three beers to get through it, so. Yeah, it didn't even help. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it opens up with this kid, Max, and he, he kind of gets bullied at school. Yeah. And he, he kind of retreats into like this dream world where he, like, he has, he has his, he writes, he writes in like a dream journal. He has stories. He has the, his character Shark Boy and Lava Girl. They're like superheroes. They go on adventures. They're also kids and they're like best friends. Um, and then there's tons of other characters like Mr. Electricidad and like <laughs> giant cookie people. And they all have like real world mirrors of characters in his life. Like Mr. Electricidad is his, is his teacher whose yes. name is Mr. Electricity. 
He has like a, it's a very on the nose. Well, the, te- uh, the teacher's name, yeah, is Mr. Electricidad. Oh, wait, what's the villain's name then? Probably Mr. Electricity. Oh, darn, I messed the, yeah. mixed that up. It was so dumb, it didn't even matter. Yeah, exactly. The villain is Mr. Electricity. That one, that whole conversation we had before, I probably called him the wrong name. It's okay. Um, his teacher, played by George Lopez, Mr. Electricidad, very on the nose because his, uh, parallel character is Mr. Electricity, which has his face. Like it's, 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 it's very it's, obvious. Yeah, it's there's no subtlety in this right. movie. No, not at all. And like the, um, there's like these giant, like cookie people, like that are his parents. Remember? No. And then the, when they go in the river of milk, the, okay. land, the land of milk oh, and cookies. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. So like his parents are there. Like his, his, his bully is, is like a villain in his dream world. Oh yeah. Like L Linus or something. His name is Linus, Linus. and he wears an L on his shirt, like a weird, like Waluigi character. <laughs> yeah. He just needs to identify it. We just called him. Well, I just called him Luigi after that. Because I also found the name Linus kind of hard to remember. I couldn't, I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. For, I mean, any of these people's names, except for Sharkboy and Lava Girl and Mr. Electricity. <laughs> well, I couldn't, I couldn't even remember who was who. <laughs> and then uh, I think there are, like, some other parallels. Well, then, like, um, isn't George Lopez's daughter? Yeah, that's right. The girl in his class who's always cold is, like, an ice person. But shouldn't she be, like, Electricity Dad, too? Because that's his daughter? Uh, that is her, I guess that's her last name. Yeah, you'd think. Why wouldn't it be? Exactly. It's just not important to the she's plot. Just, she's just an ice girl. Yeah. Okay. In the in the dream world, she has ice powers because in the real world, she sits under the air conditioner in class and yes, it's always cold. Because she likes the cold. But she also may have real powers because she uses them at the end in the real world. That's Unless insane. we are supposed so, to believe that is still a dream. Right. In which case, Max is a pretty weird kid if you just constantly like dream Just dreams, constant layers of, of, of dreaming with Sharkboy like, and Lava Girl. It's if that's true, which I don't think it is, because that's that makes this an insane movie. That like, what 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 was he really doing in what was happening in real life at the events at the end of the movie? That's what I'm saying. You don't and know. There's really no hint at all that it uh, isn't real. There's no hint as to what real life is. So that's why I'm saying it must. We just have to take it at face value and say the end of the movie where like the his dream characters are come to life are real. Yeah, and that's yes. where the ter- so yes. at the end of the movie, Mister Electricidad, the villain George Lopez. Doc Ock guy, uh, goes to the real, the real world to, I don't know, destroy the world or something. Yeah. And I forget. I, remember, I don't know his motivation. George Lopez is like, why did you make me the bad guy? Yeah. Like he says that to him. Yeah. He so does. that seems pretty out, like clear that this is the real world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he, he caused those tornadoes. He was actually in the tornadoes. They tried to suck his parents up, but Shark Boy and Lava Girl came and saved his parents from the tornadoes. And then the tornadoes were going to the school. Wait, they just like walked across the street. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he lives across the street from the school. Right, right there. There's a joke about it where the, like, the, the wife's like, yeah, your dad wanted to save money on gas or something. <laughs> Even though like they have school buses in this universe, you don't pay for the gas. Well, it depends how, uh, how close you are to the school. Depends on the board's like determination of your distance. <laughs> The other costs involved. Like if your goal, if your only goal is saving money on school trips, then you got other problems. So they did actually have some marital problems. Like David Arquette and, uh, who plays the mom? I forget her name. She was in, uh, she was Jerry Seinfeld's girlfriend in like one episode. Oh, you would know a Seinfeld connection. I think she was also in Sex in the City, I believe. I'll look, I'll get her name in a second. Yeah. So, so they were having some marital, they were having some marital problems. Yeah. And it was, it was having an effect on Max. I think he was aware there was trouble. In That's Paris. probably why he's living in the dream world. I think it he's trying to escape I think reality. It was definitely related. Yeah. So he, his parents were having trouble. Uh, seemingly stemming around his dad's unwillingness to get a job. He was a writer yeah. and just wanted to write. Yeah. He's kind of like, leave me alone. Let me do my thing. Yeah. Like, there were some like pretty serious like issues brought up that weren't, weren't ever like important. Kind of swept under the rug at the end when they just are happy again. Yeah. Didn't really think about that till right now. <laughs> That's pretty sad, actually. Because they're 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 like the 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 C plot of this movie, definitely. But they don't get resolved at the end. I well, mean, they, they, do like they do in that they together. seem to just be happy again, right? They're just because like he didn't get a the, job though. When the one, so this is this is how this their plot is resolved. When um, the wife, uh, Kristen Davis, is getting sucked into the tornado, David Arquette grabs her and 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 says like, "I won't let you go." And she says to him like. I thought you wanted to get rid of me, implying that they were maybe right, they like, were considering get a getting a divorce. Yeah. And he's like, no, I love you. Right. And then that was it. Right. Then they were good. Yeah, there was no, that there was no clear character progression from the beginning of the movie showing their, their mm. marital issues to the very end. Right. We, we got hints of, of trouble and then a very quick resolution. Very quick. That may have been a dream. We don't know. If we're, it, we're, <laughs> we're assuming it's reality, but it yeah. could be a dream. So it's always a possibility. If it's reality, though. 
Max manifested a real life tornado controlled by a electric robot. Yeah. Intent on probably killing him and, and maybe his and whole he school. He also created two superpower and then brought Okay, thanks. That's a great segue. Yeah. Cuz then he brings in right. his his childhood heroes, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. They are uh, exactly what they sound like. He's like a mutant. Shark Boy Max. is a boy shark. So they you actually get some background on Shark Boy. Shark Boy, you get a full origin story. You do. You get the entire he, origin so, story. And and Robert Ar- excuse me, Robert Rodriguez's son. What did you say his name? Chaser? Racer. Racer, sorry. <laughs> you can call him whatever you want. <laughs> Racer, he played young Shark Boy in the movie. Yep. Uh he starts off a long list of not very well, not very good acting. No. But he does fine. I mean, he's a kid. I mean, he has more story credits and movie roles than you and I have ever had uh, when he was like six. Yeah, so. that's true. But he's also the son of a director, so like. That's true. That also a, helps him out a little kind bit. Kind of a, born, born with a silver director's clapboard. Uh, I can't think of a good express, good with a, born with a silver camera in his mouth. There you go. <laughs> I know that's not good either. No, that kind of hurt. Yeah, it kinda wouldn't weird. be practical. No, anyway, um, he was like working on like a scientific ex- rig with his father, oh, yeah, and they were right, hit dad. by a, I think a hurricane or a tornado. I, no, it was a hur- It was a tornado because I was like, oh, this is the original Sharknado. When we yeah, were watching we it. we definitely were feeling Sharknado parallels. Yeah. Uh, he got separated from his father. He was adrift <laughs> in a lifeboat. His dad was drifting one direction, yeah, and he was drifting the other direction. <laughs> yeah. And they basically just were like, all right, and then we're they, giving up. They when they first show it, they're like they're like fifty feet apart. Yeah, maybe a hundred exactly. feet. They're like, dad, <laughs> they could like, they could son. hear each other and see each other exactly. clearly and communicate. But nah, nah, not going to try to help nope, you. Not at all. Um, but luckily, he had been feeding and befriending sharks while his dad was working on the science rig. So the sharks kind of uh, took him in and literally like raised him. And this caused him to grow gills and fins. Yeah, so he grew gills. Yeah, he grew fins. And he also um, and shark developed teeth. shark teeth. Yes. But the shark teeth, he had the ability to morph his real teeth into shark teeth. So this can kind of go into your origin story and your, your, your character's Yeah, sure, sure. Bit. Yeah. Yeah, so so he gets the gills. He can breathe underwater. He, has super, he gets super swimming and super strength. Yes. Uh, he gets claws that can cut through anything. Yep. Except when they can't, and it's like, when it's it would, inconvenient for the plot. Right. Exactly. Except yeah. when it's inconvenient for the plot. And his and his back fin too. His right. Fin. <laughs> his back fin can cut through metal, except when it. And then it like stop. It stopped a uh, a roller coaster at one point. Remember, like the roller coaster was running out of control. Um, and then he used it to like stop the roller coaster. Like, you, what did he hit it against? I think he just like hit it against the ground. Yeah, I, I don't. Remember, I can only remember that scene where he's like sliding down the rock and it's like cutting into the rock. Yeah, yeah. But then there's another time when someone falls on it and just literally I think Max folds. Fa- I think Max falls. Max on falls it. on top of it and it just folds like totally it's made would of foam. have just pierced right through him. Because oh, this is this is another kind of weird inconsistency of the film that like confuses me. So like in this origin story, they literally show gills growing. Mm-hmm. They show a literal like fin made of skin. Yep. They show claws and shark teeth, and then then when they cut to like teenage shark boy. He's clearly he's wearing a costume. It's this awful like spirit Halloween. It's like spirit costumes. Halloween costume, but like yeah. I don't know if we're supposed to believe that that's some type of like armor he made for himself. I think so, but it looks awful. His gills but, never come back but in like, the movie. Why would he put armor over a fin? Well, I I don't know. I just I just felt like it didn't quite work. He also no covered sense. up his gills. Yeah, so they they don't work as well if you do that, right? I don't. I don't know. I don't think you can just cover up has your gills. Ever, has anyone ever tried putting clothes over a shark? Hey, if anyone's listening, can you like tape? If you have a fish, put some tape over their gills. <laughs> and I wouldn't see... say it's tape. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. It has to be some type of mesh. Like yeah. Okay. Just put. It's gotta uh, be like, breathable. Knit a cotton shirt for your fish. Put it over your fish and see if it affects his breathing. Yes. And let, let us, us know. know. I think it will. I mean, you're probably right. You should definitely only do this under medical supervision for your fish. And please have nine one one ready. Yeah. Definitely. Like, be careful. Yeah. <sighs> All right, so he gets raised by sharks. They teach him shark stuff. Then somehow he just comes together with Lava Girl. Now, Lava Girl, right. we're not using Lava Girl in this fight. No. It's just sharks. It's just sharks. It's shark sharks. v. Shark. Yeah, exactly. Even though they are like best friends. They are. They're partners. Mm-hmm. Even though she really doesn't know who she is in this world. Yeah, that's part of the plot. Like That's part of the movie. Like She, she doesn't no know word, her backstory. No story. Because it's possible Max never dreamed it. Right. He just didn't make it up yet. Um, and she didn't know if she was a good guy or a bad guy, or a good girl or a bad girl. Yeah, say. that's right. Yeah, she's I'm, like, "What am I, Max? Tell me, Max. What am I?" Yep. Finish it, Max. Um. Yeah. So, so that's basically the Shark Boy origin. Uh, 
other fun fact, he's played by Taylor Lautner in his, oh, I believe, acting so debut. In, in, uh, in, during the, while we were watching the movie, Chris says out loud, you go, that guy looks a lot like the oh, person from it's the like Twilight movie. Pretty movies. far into the movie yeah. before I oh, realized we were that. like, at, we were probably at least like 45 minutes. Wait, in. does that one, did you not know before that? I did. Oh, okay. I yeah. I assumed that. you must have known the whole time. Yeah. No, I know. Okay. That. Yeah. Yeah. It took yeah. me a while. Yeah, he's like, that's the guy that looks like from the Twilight movies. <laughs> and you're like, spot it on. Is. That is that kid. He looks so young though. Cause, cause Shark Boy and Lava Girl, I think came out in like 2006 or 2005. Right around there. Yeah, oh, I, I have it like literally right in front so, of me. So let's so let's say it came out in two thousand six. Well, let me tell you the actual year. Okay. Uh, two thousand five. Okay, so two thousand five. So the first Twilight movie came out in two thousand nine. So that's four years later. So he went from looking like a baby, mm-hmm. not a little baby, but you yeah, know, like he a very young, like a little kid. He looks like a like a early middle school age child yeah. to going to like looking like a high schooler, like yep. within four years. Yep. So I think when he was in this, he was thirteen years old. So that would make him 17 when uh, Twilight came out. So high school age. But, yeah, he just looks completely different. He looks the same but looks completely different. Like he just aged yeah. completely like, well, rapid. His body for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean he doesn't like, have gills in Twilight. Right. So he grew out of the – And he lost the fins. Yeah, yeah. That was maybe surgical. <laughs> Probably. Maybe that was like a career choice. I would, I would also say like um, – he was holding out for the sequel, the, and they're like, it's not going to happen, buddy. Just get rid of it. I'm going to make a, a bold statement here. This The CGI in this movie is pretty good. Uh, I'm going to make a statement <laughs> going against your bold statement. You're crazy. <laughs> so in the, the CGI beginning, was awful. In the beginning, the fin, the shark fin, it looked like a it looked like real skin. It looked like a really, really gross shark fin to me. Okay. That's why I was so surprised they just threw that away for the rest of the movie. That probably cost like it was probably dollars. too hard to make. They had a lot of CGI in this movie. The entire movie was green screen. Uh, not the entire movie, except what? Well, there's the a school. Th- no, the only reason I say that is because like uh, I had a I had a f- uh, trivia fact that um, uh, they the only they were talking the about filming the the train the train of I believe the train of thought. Oh, real quick aside, when did um Pixar's uh, Inside Out come up? Come out after this, right? Oh, like 2015. Way after. So yeah. I'm pretty sure Pixar stole the train of thought from this movie. Oh yeah, remember the? That sounds very. Is that what yeah. they call it in Inside Out? Something similar. I know what you're talking about. Though it's like a, an ob- a very obvious pun for right. like, oh, we're in a in your mind. We're going to call it the train I of thought, and it's a literal that. train. It's a train that goes around. Yeah. So they have a literal train in this called the train of thought. Yeah. And uh, so that the front of that train and the inside were real, and everything else was green screen. The actors were talking about it. I think this is what I think. I think that. Star Wars Episode Three just finished filming, and Robert Rodriguez was like, "I need a set." So he found this giant room just full of green, and he's like, "This is where I'm going to film my next movie." Because that's basically what Revenge of the Sith was. Wow, you got your Star Wars so criticism I had to in. put that in there too. Because and you criticized the prequels that came out in 2005. So right criticizing the prequels is so like last decade. Now we criticize the new movies, Steve. I don't criticize the new movies. Oh, what? I mean, they're not perfect. That's a podcast <laughs> for another day. That's a podcast for another day. So, so Shark Boy and Lava Girl, interesting experience. Shark Boy brings up some good, uh, some good abilities, some good powers. Dorsal fin that can cut through anything except when it's inconvenient <laughs> for the plot. Gills, razor sharp teeth that appear and disappear at will. Mm-hmm. Uh, communicate with sharks. Super swimming. Super what? We're super swimming. Super swimming. Let me, okay. I have a list of his literal powers. Literal powers. Super swimming is what they call it. Able to bite through many objects. Super strength. Oh, he can also shoot water out of his hands. Oh, he, okay. I do remember that. And then yeah. he bit through that cage. Yep. Yeah. It, it was a, it was hard because he was losing his power. You powers, know what we even but... talk about? And we're going to go completely off track now because we haven't gotten to King Shark yet. This movie was in 3D. Oh, yeah. We didn't we, watch it in 3D. Though. We didn't. Well, so first of all, <laughs> we hit play oh, yeah. and it rolled right into the 3D version. And everything looked weird. Everything was like the red and blue. Yeah. So we're like, oh crap! Like, I hope this movie's not only in 3D. <laughs> oh, that's such a headache. That would have been awful. So you had to go. How many screens did we have to go through? We had to go it through like, like four, like four screens on the DVD in order to find yep. the 2D version. Yep. So that way we didn't have to do that. I mean, I was getting really close to like trying to make our own 3D glasses with like the red and blue there for a second. So. So yeah, do you want to, do you want to talk about King Shark? Now? Yeah, so we'll talk about King Shark. So uh, King Shark is a DC character, and he is a humanoid shark. He basically looks like. A shark head with hands and feet, like a humanoid body, like big claw. Like a jacked humanoid. Kind of like, like the rock's body. Yeah. Oh my god, absolutely. Yeah. Kind of like, like twice um as big. 
Remember in that one Harry Potter movie and book where Victor Crumb transforms in like a shark head? Yes. Kind of similar to that, but just way more jacked. Yeah. Way um, more jacked. Did you ever watch an animated show with sharks? Uh, I forget what it was called. Oh, yes. He looks exactly the, like those. He looks just like those. I remember the toys. Yeah, I had some of the yes. toys. It was a show like made I, for, I forget toys. what it was called, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I'll look up the name of that show. Um. So he was born in Hawaii, and his name like officially is Nanue. I might probably pronouncing that's how that I wrong. Would say it too. Anyway, uh, he was born in Hawaii, like I said, and his father is known as the king of all sharks, also known as the shark god. His father was a shark god, and his mother was a human. Somehow, something happened, and they ended up having King Shark. It was called Street Sharks, the show? Oh, Street Sharks, <laughs> yeah. yes. And they were like, they were like decked out, they had like shoes on and everything. Yeah, they had more like clothes. Yeah, clothes, yeah. Like cool 90s clothes. Yeah. It was like a 90s cartoon. I believe there has been some slight variations on King Shark's origin. Like, it seems like it changes a lot. Originally, there was some doubt over whether he was, in fact, a, a human or a shark. Right. It's confirmed that he is, he's a shark. And some and, people said it's like a mutation right, but that occurred to him. It seems to generally that's not the case. He was just born a, a shark. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so he's, he's American. He's about seven feet two inches tall he weighs about 380 pounds did, did you just say he's american yeah oh yeah because it was in hawaii right? in hawaii yeah okay. i'm just looking at some of his uh his status and characteristics here i doubt he has a birth certificate uh if oh if he's from hawaii he definitely doesn't have a birth yeah certificate. if he ran for president no way no you couldn't no. find his birth certificate it's not happening at all he might get the aquatic vote which is probably pretty popular probably not i don't think fish are allowed to vote yet oh man we're, we're living <laughs> in the past man we're living in the past <laughs> Um, so he, he's, he's been a character in a lot of different comics. He's been involved with Superman. He's been involved with Aquaman. Um, probably most famously, he was involved with, uh, the Suicide Squad. And Superboy. And Superboy. Yes, I did see that in my reading. Thank you. Yes. He was also affiliated with Superboy. But I agree. Suicide Squad's probably his biggest claim. I mean, and he like, he kind of just like takes people and like murders people. Like. A lot of the stories I read would be like. He eats people. He, he gives them to other sharks to eat. Like, he's kind of like a provider for his people. I don't even know if you could call him his people. Because he probably, he's kind of like Spock. Like, he's kind of like both sides. You know, he, wow. he's, he's part human and part shark. So he kind of like feels empathy for the humans probably. But at the same time, he's like, oh, I got to provide for my kind. Kind of like how Spock has to split his uh, emotions with his rational hmm. uh, abilities That's there. That's an interesting take. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, so... Some of his powers, um, he has unique physiology. Um, like I said, his father is known as the shark god. Some people say that he's like a wild man, which is just like a race of humanoid animals. The government states that he is nothing more than a savage mutation. So the government in the comics have made public statements regarding uh, King Shark and their opinion on him. He has an amphibious nature. He can survive indefinitely underwater and for long periods of time on land, which is nice. He can do both, kind of like uh, Shark Boy as well. Yeah, interesting. It was said for long periods of time. Yeah, yeah. So there may specify be a that. Uh, claws, super strong claws. Fangs, super strong teeth. He has superhuman strength with monstrous strength that exacts limits of which have never been measured. Pretty wow. strong. Pretty strong. Superhuman stamina, King Shark, when driven to a frenzy, such as when there's blood in the water, is nearly unstoppable. I heard that. He has, like, frenzy mode. He basically gets, like, all roided up and just goes, like, berserker. Um, He does have animal empathy, though. I feel like this is kind of like the human side to him a little bit here. King Shark was able to sense and call out his shark cousins to come to him, although he is unable to actually control them, especially when they are filled with blood frenzy hmm. and he's also an expert swimmer so we have some things in common super strength swimming biting power yes you have some addition oh you missed you didn't say healing he has like a super healing ability too i must have missed that yeah because um i don't know how he had got that but he has like super healing i'll take it if the very first line of his bio for me said he was like nearly indestructible yeah i mean he has all the qualities that you want in like a monster humanoid shark yeah. being. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, having the ability to heal is just going to be like the icing on the cake <laughs> if here. If you're making a monster shark, this is what he's you want. checking all the boxes. Exactly. 
Um, now, one other thing I noticed while I was doing my research, there seemed to have been like different interpretations of his looks from different yes, comics. That is true. Yeah, there was another one that I saw that he had a hammerhead shark head, mm-hmm. and not like a traditional stereotypical great white. Yeah, I think the great white one shark. is the original. Yes, um, and it came back in. I think the most recent incarnation is great white okay. style. Uh, I don't know if it's the newest. One of the newest, at least. But yeah, he's been some different variations in between. I know, like DC's been doing like the New Fifty Two run for the past couple of years. Yeah, so they in, might, in, in New Fifty Two, he's great white. Okay, all right, nice. All right, so um, let's let let's do it. Let's do who would win, and then I have oh, uh, an interesting twist that I want to incorporate oh. too, just to kind of spice up this episode a little bit too. All right, glad to know you already think it needs spicing up before we didn't even start <laughs> our argument. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, I mean, Shark Shark Boy, great powers. They're all right. I mean, he's like <laughs> <laughs> he's a kid. He's like thirteen. That's what I'm, I'm going to say. He's thirteen years old, and um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. He's just inconsistent. You can go ahead and say it. Go he's ahead. Incon- yeah, hit me with it. Hit he's, me with he, everything. He's, he's inconsistent. Uh, I don't know how long he'd be able to last underwater. Um, his teeth. <laughs> he has skills. He can breathe underwater. Yeah, it could be a bit like you kind of brought up. He's got his clothes over top, so would that we have, we have to have the science, I guess, before we come to a, a true conclusion if that would impede his skills, breathing abilities. Um, so his teeth, I guess, come at his own will. Do they it seems come like on their he own? can control. So he can control his teeth. Okay, he's a master swimmer. He has super swimming. He has super swimming. So whatever super swimming is. Yeah, I, I'm I trying like to I, think if there's a scene where he swims, and uh, I think there is one near the end, and he just, I he just swims scene, pretty he's, fast. He's underwater. Now, the thing that's nice about King Shark is his fingers are kind of webbed a little bit, so that can give him at least an extra mm-hmm. push. I don't think that Shark Boy has. He has like gloves on the whole movie. We don't even know. I feel, like that, wear gloves. I feel like that. I feel like that outfit's going to slow him down. So you think that King Shark mm-hmm. is a better swimmer, stronger, faster than Shark Boy? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I completely agree with you. A hundred percent agree. Now I think, I think that, that King Shark would be able to at least make Shark Boy bleed his own blood a little bit. And if that is able to wait, happen. You mean, oh wait, you think King Shark could make Shark Boy bleed? Yes. Okay. So if that happens, it's over. King Shark is just full on. So you think, you think he's already stronger, but if he goes in frenzy, he's oh, like just, he's even like stronger. Shark Boy is going to be in pieces okay he's gonna take his body his limp body and just throw it to his shark family and just be like, like eat this other eat shark the, eat this guy all right you pro- i agree <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not giving up that easily steve all right i have i have two so are you are you like are you uh are you faking me out here right now no not no like I'm, shark boy's gonna pretend to be dead and then he's gonna be like surprise and then come around and then no it's much know? it's much worse uh, oh oh boy i have two <laughs> i have two strategies okay strategy one i am the source of my powers is from another child's dreams that are able to manifest in real life. Okay. All right. So. Because we is – this, is, this, is this what you were trying to establish, the whole uh, prologue here? Yeah. Smart play. I, res- I respect that. I'm not, I'm not messing around. This is the Who Would Win podcast, not the not the Who Might Win back, Possibly. backyard discussion. <laughs> this is the big time. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so he goes to Max, his friend. Okay. And that they're now friends. Okay. And he's like – Max, I need you to dream me some more powers because I need to fight this really strong shark. You made me kind of like an okay shark. Wait, that maybe maybe that's how King Shark was formed. I was actually all right. Maybe was, Max is the shark guy. I was just gonna say this. What if this was all taking place in Max's head right now? So we have he he dreamt up King Shark, and he's kind of like the um, kind of like the like Bizarro Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like he's like the Bizarro Shark Boy. Yeah. He's just like so much more powerful, so much more bigger, any everything. Okay, that might that's possible. So, I, that's so a really Max good is dreaming in his own head that his own creation is coming to him, asking him for more powers to fight a creation well, that look, Max also so created. Max doesn't have to dream it anymore because he brought Shark Boy. Shark Boy has free will and he, can come he to has the manifested real world. into the real world yeah. yes and he can come to max and be like max i'm gonna fight king shark have you read dc comics and max seems like a nerd <laughs> he probably has or will eventually because it might be like a little old for him right he might be a little young for them right now right. but uh say it's a few years whatever or he can just get them from the library not important he's like i need some extra power so he's like all right i'll give i'll dream you um a laser beam uh you can fly and also um you uh, have shark repellent 
I don't know. That was a bad one. The first two were good. So then when he fights you, laser beam. So it was kind of like a, like an Austin Powers laser beam shark. <laughs> yeah. And then, no, they're, and then, they just, they come out of his And then hands. shark repellent from like the Batman. <laughs> yeah. That's what TV made me show. think of that. Okay. What was the second one I said now? I don't remember <laughs> the ba- other thing. It was lasers and bat repellent. There was something else. Oh. Oh, he could fly. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. So, so assuming that Max is mm-hmm. able to just dream, just dream anything. He's wow. only limited by his dreams. That's, what that's, a great message for kids. Wow. It's pretty deep. So if that's the case, good, I mean, if that's good, the case, good luck, you King could Shark. Just, you could just, could Max just dream King Shark gone? Unclear. We don't have any examples of him undreaming things. That's true. He's only, he's only a creator, not a destroyer. Right. But who knows? So that's one of your scenarios. Yep. What's your other scenario? <laughs> okay, here's the other one. I don't know if I want to know. Here's the other one. Okay. King Shark, Shark Boy. They're going to meet on some type of battlefield. Okay. Shark Boy, beep, 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 calls 911. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm just a kid in a shark costume. This evil shark's attacking me. Police come. Wait, all right, wait so where are we? Are we in the ocean? Are we no, on the street? we're not in the ocean. We're all in right. like a... So I'm a, I'm a street shark right now? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I got to lure you out of the ocean. Okay. And he's like... How did you lure me out of the ocean? I don't know. How do you ever come out of the ocean? You came to beat up Shark Boy because you're like, I'm going to beat this, beat up this, this shark imposter. impersonator. This guy thinks he's all cool. Yeah, he's giving shark cool sharks a bad name no, with his weird that. costume. You're right, exactly. So the cops come and like, this little boy is wearing a shark costume and he's getting beat up by this supervillain. Yeah, we better call the Air Force and the Army <laughs> and all the superheroes. You're, you're making a lot of phone calls right now. So first, well, I assume once the police knew what kind of threat they're up against, they would have to call in reinforcements. You don't think they'd show up first and then call reinforcements? No, they probably would. Okay. They'd, a couple would so drive what you, in. What do you think is the response? They pull time? up on their car. They do that movie skid turn. Yeah. So it's two cop cars pull up. Movie skid turn. They get. They open their doors. They they put their guns uh, pointing yep. at Char, uh, yep. uh, King Shark. Yep. They say, and then they're like, they do kind of like a double take, and they're like, whoa, whoa, what? A shark? <laughs> On we better land? call for backup. On land. And like he looks jacked. <laughs> so those guys are probably getting killed. All right. So they're gonna. Yeah, those guys are definitely gonna die. But not before radioing in the seriousness of the threat. Okay. So they're dead now. What's gonna stop me from going after Shark Boy? Uh, he, he ran away while, you, while that was happening. All right. So it took me 10 <laughs> seconds to kill these two guys, and now I'm chasing after Shark Well, Boy. you hadn't had to, like, figure out what was going on and be like, wait, what? And why you were doing that? <laughs> and they didn't park that close to you. It took you more than 10 seconds. Wow. And he, wow. Just, he just has to hide. Wow. So <laughs> kill needs, some more powerful so people. So you need the authorities to help you out. Yeah. They wouldn't suspect a little kid in a shark costume. You're going to come off looking really bad. Don't you think they might be... The news be... picks it up and it's like, bully shark attacks boy in shark costume. It's going to give even a worse name for sharks compared to the ones that they already have. I know. You already have a bad reputation. I know. We. You're a shark boy. Oh, yeah. But in this in this scenario... In this scenario. Oh, yeah. It doesn't help at all. Not at all. Man, shark boy just... Man. I don't know. I don't know about that. Don't you think they're going to be like cons- like confused as to why this little boy was like dressed like a shark? Are we at the... So under normal circumstances, yes. But, but the fact that there's a humanoid yep, shark is exactly. going to just completely just it's gonna push overshadow. it to the side. Yeah, exactly. Like, Why is that, that kid wearing, oh, my gosh, a 10-foot a tall shark. shark? Oh, my God. He's trying to murder a 13-year-old. Mm-hmm. We need to stop him. Mm-hmm. Who would they call? Superman? Um, Batman? I, I, I don't know if they'd have a direct line, like a local yeah. PD. I think first maybe they call, like, maybe like a like a local, like, National Guard or something. Okay. And, like, they might, if they have any kind of big big trucks, big guns. Maybe like Coast Guard? Maybe, Coast Guard's more for, like, rescue, not really military operations. Yeah. I don't know how it has to work up the chain. You might have to kill a lot of lesser, uh, you know, military There's people. definitely going to be some casualties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That scenario, it's bloodbath. I can go right to it, yeah. Not for Shark Boy. He's hiding. He ran away. <laughs> See, if he was smart, he would just jump in the ocean and just kind of float there with his dorsal fin kind of sticking out. And well, then he's just gone. He can swim faster than he can run. That's true. He can. All right, so I think I think you bring up some good points here. Thank, thank you. So Max could just dream up uh, some more powers for yep. uh, King Shark or King Sh- uh, – not for King Shark, for Shark Boy. And then Shark Boy can use the local uh, authorities yep. to assist him in <laughs> apprehending King that's, Shark. And that's, all I, that's all I got against you. All right. A 1v1 fight, I have no chance. We're going to have to let the listeners decide <laughs> on that one. But wait, what's the twist? This No, this is my twist. This has nothing to do with a fight whatsoever. Okay. So what I was thinking is sharks are very popular in pop culture in terms of classic 
uh, like sea monsters type of thing. Like you think of like Jaws, you have the Meg that came out, you Deep have all like the Sharknado, Deep Blue Sea. So this is what I wanted to do. Jaws 2. Jaws, Jaws 3. 3D. 3D. And then Jaws Four. The Revenge. Yeah. I think that's what it was called. Okay. So this is what I want to imagine. Steven Spielberg is deciding to make a Jaws 5. Okay. And he wants to use either Shark Boy or King Shark as the villain. As the villain. For his Jaws 5. Okay. So you can pitch why Shark Boy would be the best villain. And I'll I'll pitch why King Shark would be the best villain. All right. So Steven Spielberg uh, is going to go down in history as the most prolific shark killer in history he's he has inspired hatred and fear of sharks so much that oh my sharks, gosh. Yeah. so many sharks are killed in his name that it it, it dwarfs in his wait how many people are going steven spielberg and <laughs> no, stabbing it into a shark they don't, they don't say his name okay. but like as a direct response to their the fear of sharks that he instilled in them okay they dedicate their life to shark killing okay <laughs> And he's wait, like, there's people who've dedicated their lives to shark killing because of watching Jaws. Wait, just, just bear all with right, me here. I apologize. So it's a classic Alfred Nobel situation. He's invented dynamite. <laughs> it's made for killing. He doesn't want to be remembered for that. No. So he's he like, gets... I have to make Jaws 5. One, I'll redeem the franchise and make it good again. Two, I'll show people sharks might not be that bad. Okay. So he picks Shark Boy. Who has uh, some great like humanizing characteristics? So he he has an animal side. He he has a temper. He has issues. Maybe maybe as he grows up, something happens and he he kind of falls off the wagon. He's not a he's not a typical good guy. He's he's causing trouble, causing reasons for the, I guess the um, what's the what's the guy's name in Jaws? I forget his name. Chief Brody. Brody the bro his family because okay. like a lot of the later ones start or like yeah. at least Jaws four I think has kids in it. Yeah, I think something like that. So they're in it and they're like. But they're, they're like, they become like famous shark hunters. Okay. And they're like, we found this human shark hybrid. He's causing trouble. We need you guys to kill him. So the whole movie, you think he's a bad shark. Then you kind of grad, come to realize that he's actually not so bad. It's your classic humanizing the bad guy cliche. At the end, they have to unite against a stronger foe. Maybe, uh, like an octopus with like an eye patch or something. Okay. Um, uh, that part I just threw thought on top of my head. <laughs> That might inspire octopus hatred, but it's harder to kill octopuses. You don't see them very much. That's true. They pick, really more, well. they pick a more obscure sea creature. I think that people would complain that Spielberg has gotten too soft. Because that's what people complained about in Indiana Jones 4. People were saying the whole time, like, Spielberg is just an old man and he's too soft. Because, like, at the end when, when Indiana Jones was like, their treasure wasn't treasure, it was knowledge. Knowledge okay. is their treasure. Fair Everyone, point. Everyone's like Spielberg. You, you, you've gotten too old. You're you're too like um, you're too wishy washy. You know what I mean? Like it would have just been so much cooler than that if they literally just found like the treasure. And like right. cool, we found the treasure. All right, I can I can darken it up a little. So bit. So I feel like yeah, it's it's okay. too it's shark, too... shark boy is addicted to drugs. He's fighting a <laughs> drug addiction, and the octopus kills one of the kids and one of the Brody kids. One of the Brody kids, and okay. it gets br- blamed on Shark Boy. Okay. It's a really sad scene. They really make you like him. He's like about to get married. No, no, he's Shark about boy? to have. No, well, the, oh, the Brody, Brody kid. Is. Oh, okay. No, he's married. He's about to have his, his. He's about to have a kid, and then he gets killed by the shark. Like right next scene. How does? How I does, mean, octopus. How, how does? How does the octopus get into like the hospital? <laughs> he goes for he goes for a swim that night. He goes out in his boat. To, the night before his wife. He's really stressed out, and and he, he, he to goes go to clear there. his mind. Okay. And the octopus just Jump. like grabs him off the boat and just drowns him. Uh no it, it um it kills people in really gruesome ways it just like bashes them against the rocks okay and then it takes a shark um it takes this shark uh tooth, tooth it has it's and like, like plunks it in him to frame classic, Shark Boy classic frame mm-hmm. not a bad idea it's and then pretty, it has it has an evil laugh it's a pretty smart octopus what's his laugh could you give us an idea here well, this is underwater mind you so okay. it'd be like <laughs> you can't it's kind of muffled sounds like he has a smoking problem. <laughs> Uh, no, he doesn't. You can't smoke underwater. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. So King Shark. Now, the first Jaws is scary enough as it is because the ocean is like the great unknown. Like you never really know what's below you. You can't really see through the water. 
at least where we live, like we're not talking Caribbean, like Jaws takes place in like Martha's Vineyard in the movie, in the book, I believe it takes place on Long Island. It's like the water, you really can't see it. So it's kind of scary, right? So not only is King Shark committing murders and atrocities during the day, at night he goes on the land because he can go on the land. Oh boy. Which makes it way more scary because now he's committing crimes at night and he's mobile. He can go around. He can go from house to house. That is pretty he scary. Can, he can snatch kids. I mean, he's evil. I mean, he's, he's he's a villain. He's an antagonist. So, and I mean, we're just going for like a like a like a slasher here. I don't want any like Spielberg like, um, you know, wishy washy stuff. Kind of, you know, like, like like none of the other Jaws films are like, are just like monster. Movies. Oh, the first ones completely. But okay, so but but the other ones weren't in, directed by Spielberg. In your movie, mm-hmm. does the shark win at the end? Does the shark just kill people and get away? Do the heroes defeat the shark in your movie? I don't know. You don't know? You you would make a Jaws film where the shark just kills everyone? You're insane. <laughs> maybe. All right. Maybe we can turn it into like a catch me if you can scenario. Oh, that's a great idea. All right. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to make, we're going to make, we're going to make Jaws meets catch me if you can. Okay. I'm act- I'm super on board. So he's going to be like committing crimes. Okay. Right. And Chief Brody or Chief Brody's son is going to be trying to hunt down this King Shark. cast in my movie. I got him locked up under You're, contract. Oh, you did. Oh, you got to cast someone else. All right. I'm going to get Michael Caine, who was in the fourth one. <laughs> okay. Michael Caine from the fourth one is going to be in this one. And so they're, so they're tracking down this, this shark, but then they're going to realize that there's even a more evil shark out there that is causing trouble. That sounds kind of like my movie. Yeah, but you had an octopus. <laughs> yeah, because well, I was going for an anti-shark hate angle. Well, I, I'm saying that there's even a more okay. So you're a, just doubling like a, down. There's like a bigger, there's a bigger monster out there. Okay. That's, that's way, that's way worse, right? Yeah, I'm just saying that was the same idea as mine. But okay, go ahead. Okay, sure. But they're gonna work together eventually to to take down this creature, that's and it's gonna like end, mine. and it's gonna end with King Shark uh, sacrificing himself. But, like, why would he do that? Like, what would his motivations be after you setting him up as this horrendous murderer of the whole Because movie? he's going to realize that he wasn't making the right choices. It's going to be a great character reflection on himself. And it's, he's <laughs> so going to... So kind of like my movie. <laughs> but he's going to, he's going to notice that his, his, um, his shark school, what's it called? The school of shark? I don't know. Group of shark? His oh, family? Uh, his tribe? Whatever you want to call I, I it? I don't know. They're in danger from this threat and he realizes that the only way to save them is by sacrificing himself. So he's going to sacrifice himself to save his family. So that way, um, days over. And then it goes back to his, his duality. He's part human. He's part shark. He wants to help both at the end because he's, he's kind of split both ways. So what is Tom Hanks's role in this? Tom Hanks. You said it was a catch me if you can, uh, scenario didn't you oh yeah so like the michael Caine character like he's gonna be the one that's like constantly trying to chase him down and eventually he's gonna catch him but then they're gonna work together and they're gonna realize that there's bigger threats out there okay which is like the ending of catch me if you can okay i was kind of hoping for more like well in your ending the shark dies yes i was kind of hoping for more like they become friends and they catch other aquatic based criminals (laughs) (laughs) Like uh, like an octopus, like that octopus from Finding Dory. Exactly, you know, just like catching crime, doing that kind of stuff. Uh, the Kraken from Pirates of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. just you know, wrecking ships. That'd be a good one. Yep. Um, I don't know. I can't think of any water based creatures off the top of my head right now. He could be in the new Aquaman movie, maybe. Yeah, yeah. He could. I mean, they, maybe they could do a crossover with DC eventually. Oh, yeah. They could in- incorporate that. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. But um, but yeah, I think. I think that that would be a nice ending to kind of sh- kind of going off of what you were saying a little bit. It kind of shows that sharks aren't that evil; they do have a good side. But um, you know, there there are worse things out in the ocean than sharks. Okay, so basically, your movie really came around to copy mine. It's called "Bite Me If You Can." <laughs> oh, that's really good. I don't. I didn't have a name for mine. If somebody wants to make Jaws a poster 5. for that, go ahead. The Adventures of Jaws Five and Lava Girl. Wait what? <laughs> Not even you didn't even say Shark Boy in the title. Uh, oh yeah. Well, I had to say it was Jaws Five though. Right. I couldn't say Jaws and Shark Boy. Jaws Five because the Jaws shark the shark the Jaws Shark is replaced by Shark Boy. Yes, correct. But I can't say so Shark he Boy. So the Jaws, right? Yeah. It it wasn't great. 
Well, maybe, I mean, Spielberg's returning to about a lot of stuff right now. So maybe uh, Jaws 5 can come down the pipe. That'd be great. Uh, maybe he listen to this podcast and it'll inspire him. I'd love that. Leave a review, Mr. Spielberg, if, be you, like, if, you, if you watch. He'll be like, wow, I have to make this so these dumb guys don't make their dumb movies. <laughs> it suck. Chris, um, do you want to end with some fun facts? Yeah. I have um, what well, may be the funnest fact of all because it's a fact about myself. I um, I had a, a, a little bit of a connection I felt like I felt like I had a connection to this movie because I also made a a superhero duo as a child that I literally wrote a story about. Do tell. I probably never told you this. You never did. I wrote uh, a multi-part adventures chronicling. I believe I called it. I don't know if it was Adventures of, but it was called. Um, oh man, what? I forget exactly how the title worked, but the superhero was Trash Man. He was a trash can. Uh, there was some type of radio, some type of accident involving radiation that got in the trash can, something like that. Right. I, I forget if I did a full fleshed out origin story. Yeah, and he becomes a, a trash can that fights crime. He has a sidekick named Moldy Cheese Man, <laughs> <laughs> and they fight different villains. I, I envisioned it as like a episodic, like children's cartoon type. I think I was also very inspired by Captain Underpants, which was okay. kind of popular at the time yeah. when I was doing this. Yeah. This was like, I think this was like fourth grade ish for me. Okay. And um, I got to find them. They might be good. They're probably not, but I would like to read them. You should sell them to Robert Rodriguez. Maybe he can... Um... No, I want to make my own show. Oh, okay. All right. Go I'll, for it. I'll, I'll, re- I'll rewrite it as a... Maybe you can pitch it to Lucy, and like Lucy can help you like really develop the story. Oh, yeah. Then I can say she came up with it and use that for sympathy like he does at the beginning of his movie. And Lucy... Yeah. He basically was like, this isn't me. <laughs> my son came up with this. It's not my fault. Yeah. I was watching a behind-the-scenes um, making of on the dvd that sounds like a mistake and it was very interesting so literally it was him and his son and they were just sitting there talking about the plot and like at one point remember when they did the uh, like the banana boat like the sunday yeah, the, the, the sunday yeah, float yeah. to get away at one point like robert rodriguez and his son racer right racer 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 yeah. they were just like ping pong ideas off each other and robert rodriguez goes well like how can they get away and the son was like I don't know, like like a banana boat, boat, <laughs> and the dad was like, "Great idea!" I'm like, "Really? That's literally how they wrote this movie." So I'm sure Lucy would have way better ideas. You though. sounded that voice sounded like John Mulaney's uh, little kid voice. <laughs> I don't know. I was over on the bench. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I have some. So one fun fact I have about King Shark is that um, I do actually have real trivia. Too, so but. he's in the TV show Flash. Which oh, is really? in the Arrowverse, I think that's, I believe that's called. I haven't watched any of those shows. Where he's in, maybe it wasn't The Flash. Let me double check real quick. It was, uh, yes, he's in The Flash. Uh, and he looks pretty similar. Like he has the um, great white head and the big buff body and everything like that. Um, he's portrayed by a guy named Dan Payne and voiced by a guy named Dave, uh, David Hayter, excuse me. Um, and he was supposed to be in um, the Suicide movie that came out a couple years ago. Right. But they decided to not do it because it had to be fully CGI. So instead they did Killer Croc, which was portrayed with practically with makeup and prosthetics. But apparently he's going to appear in the upcoming Suicide Squad sequel, which is coming out, I think, in a couple years. Okay. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool to see how they do it. Yeah. So um, he has been portrayed in TV. Not a movie yet, but uh, coming soon. Uh, allegedly, Shark the Adventure. Oh, are you done with your facts? Uh, we can just ping pong. So yeah, I have some, sounds great. I have some other ones like for yours too. So um, apparently, this movie was uh, shot so quickly that when they were ready to ship it, probably for finishing because it needed a lot of special effects, the advertisements weren't even finished. Wow. Uh, Taylor Lautner has a fear of sharks. I did read that. He's um, gonna have a hard time filming uh, Shaw's Five. <laughs> Would you like to guess how many times the word dream or its like derivatives like dreaming, dreamt, dreamer uh, are spoken in the film? Is it 188 times? It sure is. I'm really glad you brought that you up. You must have read these facts too. I have it on my computer. So I'm really glad that you brought that up because – so the yeah, so like you said, so the word dream – 188 times. times. Right? Okay. What is another movie that you think of when you hear the word dream? Uh, Inception. Okay, correct. So I went online and I looked up the script – for Inception. All right. Okay. I looked up the word dream and derivatives of dreaming and dreams and those type of things. It is said 112 times in the movie Inception, that word. It is said more in Sharkboy and Lava Girl 
than it is in the movie Inception. Interesting. I'm actually surprised it was that high in Inception. You think so? I don't know. I just feel like it's hard to say a word 112 times in like an but hour I mean, and like, a half. they say, like, the word dream. Oh, that was awesome. Every How sentence. long was the movie Inception? Two and a half. This is an hour and a half movie. That's impressive. They have an hour an Imagine hour if they less. had an extra hour. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just thought that was, like, crazy when I saw that fact. So that was the first thing that popped in my head. I said, oh, my gosh, does it beat Inception? Because Inception, when I think of the movie, like, dreaming movies, yeah. I don't think of Sharkboy and Lava Girl. And unfortunately, now I'm going to. Because I had no idea that movie was even involving <laughs> dreams. Um, do you know how many characters uh, George Lopez played and or voiced? So he was Mr. Electricity Dodd, the mm-hmm. teacher. Yeah, I believe the, that kind Then of, he was yeah. the character, the, 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 the villain. Does that count as two? Yeah. Okay. Wasn't he the robot? Yes. Do you remember the robot's name? His name was Tobor, which is robot spelled backwards. Yep. Yeah, I read that. That was really dumb. <laughs> And then um, I think he was somebody else. Yeah, he was four characters, but I'm not sure what the fourth was. I forget too. Because uh, I remember when you when we were watching it, you said I think that yeah that was, was Robert Rodriguez, and I said oh, I'm not sure or not Robert uh, Rodriguez. Yeah, I think Robert I said Lopez. that for the robot though. You did for the robot, yeah. yeah. Um, did you know Christopher Walken considered for the role of Mr. Electric that was played by George Lopez? That would have been so great. It would have been, wouldn't it? I Christopher Walken would have definitely improved this. All movie. I need is some more electricity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, John Travolta was considered for Max's dad. All right. Yeah. I feel like it would have been about the yeah, same. I mean, the, the, it was such a minor, unimportant right. character. Uh, Kate Blanchett considered for Max's mom. Oh, she dodged a bullet there. Other people that dodged bullets, James Gandolfini, Forrest Whitaker, Christopher McDonald, Danny Glover, Ian Glenn, Lorenzo Llamas, Llamas uh, Helen okay. Hunt. Uh, also, uh, Miley Cyrus edition for this film. I did see that for Lava Girl. Uh, for Lava Girl, but she had to actually drop out because she started filming Hannah Montana. Probably better career choice because I think this girl, she hasn't done anything else because she doesn't have like a Wikipedia page or anything. Not saying that that's what makes you famous, but. Right, yeah, I don't think she did. I don't think she's yeah. done anything else. Other people considered for Lava Girl? Nicole Kidman. Ali Machaka. Wait, yeah, keep Mandy going. Moore. Mandy Moore. I've read that. Like, <laughs> what, like, it would have been. How old would she have been? I don't know. Yeah. Older than this character. Right. Anna Sophia Robb, Taylor Momsen, and Dakota Fanning. I could have seen Dakota Fanning doing that. At least the age was right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And Mandy Moore was probably in her 20s at that point. That would have been weird. Was she? She would okay. have been Shark Woman. Or not Shark Woman, <laughs> Lava Woman. That's all my Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl in 3D facts. And and 3D it was. All right, so uh, just a couple things I want to talk about Shark Week before we head out of here. So Shark Week, um, it started in 1988. So this is the 41st anniversary of Shark Week. And it started by an offhand remark from, like, some programmer. And uh, the founder of Discovery Channel, like, heard about it. And he thought that it would be a great idea to do this, like, Shark Week idea. So I think some, it's like, one done well for them. Like, one person was like, oh, let's have a Shark Week or something. He's like, oh, my God, it's a great idea. So since then, they always have um, different documentaries or reality things that air during the, the, the week of Shark Week. Um, it's broadcast in over 72 countries. So you were right that it is all over the world and what you were talking about there. Um, and some years they've had hosts and some years they've had no hosts. Um Peter Benchley, do you know who he is? Uh, the name sounds really familiar. He wrote Jaws. Oh, okay. So he was the host in 1994. And then uh, a guy named Nigel Marvin was the host in 2000. Uh, he's a television presenter, wildlife, bird watcher. And after that, they've had a, they had a really hard time like getting like really known people. So they just started doing people from Discovery Channel to host it. They had the cast of American Chopper <laughs> be the host of it. They had uh, Adam Savage and Jamie Hindman from Mythbusters be the hosts. They had Mike Rowe be the host. Um, they had Craig Ferguson. They had Andy Samberg be the host in 2011. Um, last year was <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal was the host. <laughs> wow. And this year, they technically don't have a host, but from the reading I've done, Rob Riggle is like the unofficial host of Shark Week this week. Yep. They should have got uh, Ian Ziering. Uh, he probably has some contract with Sci-Fi. They won't. They won't let. Him oh, cross that's right. Remote. That's different channels. Yeah. So, uh, so that's Shark Week. There's been some. Uh, there's been some criticism because Shark Week always does these like crazy documentaries or like big episodes that they plan. 
Like there was one where I think they oh, had like yeah. Ronda Rousey like fight a shark. Yeah, and but there's she one didn't. where Michael Phelps, Phelps was going to race so a shark. So that was the one that got people really, really angry because they promoted it as a race between Michael Phelps and a great white shark, and it was literally just completely computer animated. I mean, they did the math and everything, which is fine, right? But, but they they promoted it as Michael Phelps racing a great white shark. And I remember watching that, and the whole time I was waiting, 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 and literally the last like two minutes is just CGI of the two of them going at it. It's How was the CGI? Was it even pretty good? awful? Yeah. yeah, it was pretty bad. And uh, I know some people always talk about like the odds, like what's the odds of you really being in a shark attack? Because there are a lot of people, like you talked about, because of Jaws, still afraid to go in the ocean to this day. Yep. Are you afraid to go in the ocean? No, I go in the ocean. I have no fear whatsoever. I've been in. Five car accidents in my life, <laughs> none of which were my fault. Just, just putting that out there. I feel like I have more chance of being in another car accident than I do. Yeah, being attacked by a shark. I believe driving a car is one of the most dangerous things people do in their life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So some of the statistics that I found: so the odds of being attacked by and killed by a shark are one in three hundred, or excuse me, three million seven hundred forty-eight thousand sixty-seven. So the thing about these stats, when I hear them, though, if they just they just take number of shark attacks that kill you divided by number of people to get these numbers. I would be more interested to hear the stats of like chances of being a sh- a killed by a shark if you actually like go in the water. I see what you're saying. Like, do they just use the population of Earth for this I'm for not that sure. number, or do they sure. actually? Because I mean, a lot of people probably never even go in the ocean in their whole life. Yeah, their chances good, probably that's a good zero. Point. That's, yeah, that's true too. That's a good point. Yeah, you have to have people that are actually in the water. Yeah, you can't I mean, use people in like Idaho. It's right. not going to accurately portray it. But they say that you have uh, a more likely chance of dying from fireworks, lightning, drowning, car accidents, strokes, and heart disease. There are roughly seventy to one hundred shark attacks worldwide every year, and five to fifteen of them result in death. It's very rare, though. So it's it's very rare. Um, That's in the whole world, right? So correct, um, but. Over 100 million sharks are taken every year by humans, and that is approximately 11,000 sharks being killed every hour. And that's that blood is on uh, Steven Spielberg. Thanks a lot. Now he's really got to make Jaws 5. <laughs> he's got to make this right. He's got to make this right. Hey, uh, real quick, before before we get, like, correction uh, tweets, um, you said that uh, the actress that played Lava Girl, her name's Taylor Dooley, didn't have a career after this. Mm-hmm. Or you said didn't do – you said she didn't have a Wikipedia page. Yeah. She does have a bunch of other acting credits, um, but they're normally like small roles. Oh, okay. Uh, but she like, didn't. She didn't go anywhere with it. I mean, she has something coming out this year. Oh wow! Grimerson Manor comes out in 2019. Oh wow! Good for her. Uh, Making a comeback. Maybe. Yeah, she was and she was like in some TV episodes. Like she was in an episode of House. And uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl was not her first uh, acting role. She was in an episode of Star Trek: The Hidden Frontier. For one episode in 2003. There was a series of Star Trek called The Hidden Frontier? Uh, it was a it was a TV short. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I never heard that one. I've never heard of it either. Yeah. Huh, interesting. Maybe that's what made Robert Rodriguez aware of her. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. I read that um, Taylor Lautner got the role <laughs> because... So, last thing, and then we'll, we'll get going. So, The Sun was involved in the casting. I think I texted yes. you this. Yeah. So, like... Apparently, the son like told Taylor Lautner to do like karate moves, and Taylor Lautner was just doing like flips and stuff in their living room. He has a martial arts background, right. so he actually was good at it. And yeah. and the kid was like, "This is the guy, Dad." Yep, in my John Mulaney voice. This <laughs> is the guy I want to play Shark Boy. <laughs> and Robert Rodriguez was like, "Sold. You got the role, kid." What a supportive dad! Oh my god, seriously. I, I mean, he dumped hundreds of million. I don't know what the budget was. Uh, it was tens it of was, millions. It was his most expensive film at the time he made it, probably because of the CGI. Yeah. Uh, and it was like $50 million. So $50 million. Oh, no, wait. That might have been... Ah, oh, shoot. Let me look it up. I had it real quick. It did not make back its production value, I don't believe. I'd be shocked if it did. Uh, it was $50 million budget. And but was, it, it was his most expensive film budget at the time until he made Sin City, A Dame to Kill, uh, which was 65. Sense. Yeah. So he spent $50 million... Well, the studio spent $50 million on this dream. Yeah, probably 80, 80% of the, on, the, on the CGI budget. Right, exactly. Another 10% on George Lopez. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, exactly. was he big at that time? I'm not sure. I think he was, yeah. That's probably the only reason he was in it, because he, he was a big pull at that time. Yeah, he was supposed to, he supposedly was was funny in this film. I mean, I, I, George Lopez, is, he's fine. I'm not saying he's not funny, but in yeah. this movie, I'm saying the joke the jokes don't work for me. No, not at all. 
This was not a family. This was not a movie that kids and parents would enjoy, as the the DVD box led us to believe. Oh yeah, it said like finally a movie for kids and parents. Nope, it's no, not. That was it's probably that was probably from Chaser. Chaser wrote that. Racer. Racer. Dude, <laughs> just one of those two. <laughs> All right. So uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode of the Who Would Win cast between Shark Boy and King, King Shark. Shark. Celebrating Shark Week going on this week. Hopefully everybody, if you like watching Shark Week, check out some episodes. If not. Don't watch it. <laughs> That's fine. Or if you like hearing about sharks but not watching, listen to our podcast. Listen to our podcast. And our one from last people. year. That's right. Because we did a Shark Week one before, right? We did Sharknado. We've uh, never done a Shark Week one. We didn't? We did uh, Chief Brody yeah. versus uh, Finn, Finn. Finn Shepard. Finn Shepard. That, was, that wasn't Shark Week? That was for Sharknado oh, okay. coming out. Yeah, that was one Well, of okay. Videos. Listen to that then. I yeah. Mean, another shark-themed episode. Yeah. yeah. Plug in that one right there. Uh, remember, there's going to be a poll on Twitter where you can vote for who you think would win between... Uh, King Shark and Shark Boy. And if you have not done so already, leave us a review on iTunes and we will give you a fictional background. Not a fictional review, a fictional <laughs> background. Chris, anything you want to add? Uh, no, I was just thinking about that that um, Finn Shepard versus uh, Brody episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was an early episode and it was, it was very... Like episode was, like three or It was something. very well researched. I watched like three Jaws movies to prepare. That was before you had Lucy. Yep. And before you bought a new house. Yep. Yeah, I had like a full page. You had, you had a lot. I remember. I remember those days. You'd come mm-hmm. in, and I'd be I'd be terrified. <laughs> I'd be like, "Yeah, I, I read a couple things." Well, that online. was ever since the very first episode when you hit me with that. Um, how, the Power Rangers. Uh, uh, the the, 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 <laughs> the speed, distance all the, the swords had to travel. Yeah, man. Oh man! Ever since then, I was like, "I got to step it up." That's what you got to do. <laughs> got to bring your game to the Who Would Win cast. All right. So please remember, as always, to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Hood Windcast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Shark Boy was not always half shark, half boy. He was a marine biologist, or at least in training. His father studied great white sharks and called his son Shark Boy because of how much he loved to care for the sharks. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.